This is a podcast from Rover. Former Royal Marine John Bathgate, he joins us via Zoom this morning. John, a very good morning. Thanks for your time. No problem at all. I'm, uh, I'm in recovery at the moment, so I've got plenty of time. Yes, well, yeah. this is why we're calling you, because we did talk about you and your adventure with your great friend as well, N. Roberts. Uh, the two of you attempting to paddle the Amazon River, attacked by pirates. There's so much to talk about. Uh, when did you first think, John, it was going wrong and you first sensed something was wrong just outside the Colombian border it was on the Amazon River? What was your first sort of sign it was, uh, there, was there was something, some bad shit going down? Yeah, well, we'd, we'd had, um, you, out there you can hear boats coming from a long way off because of the, the wideness of the river. Um, and we had this engine approaching us. Um, and just the fact that it was right on our stern um, initially got our hackles raised. Um, you know, the river's so wide that they could have easily passed us a long way off. But these guys were approaching us for a reason. So that was the the first moment of, of maybe raising the escalation in us that something wrong might happen. And so they attack you, these pirates attack you, and they had guns and you didn't. Yeah, pretty much. We, we spoke with them. They came alongside and we spoke with them for a little while. Um, and it was obvious he was checking out if, if we were worth robbing um, and if we had weapons as well. And, and he made the call to pull his weapon out. Um, and Ian, my, uh, my good friend from the Corps, uh, reacted and just... Through, uh, pushed his paddle right in the guy's chest and, and put him off balance and that was the sort of life-saving move that stopped him from from uh, coming up on him on us and it enabled me to then close the distance and jump on the guy before I could get a well-aimed shot off. John, it, it, it feels like you're describing a movie, like it's something out of something we've seen on TV programs, movies, and it's real life for you, like... Obviously, you've got a history of, um, of of knowing what you're doing, being a former British Royal Marine commando, you know, but mm. what's going through your mind when this is happening? Like, is it fear? Are you, is there a sense of calm? I just want to get a feeling as to um, what someone like you, an absolute unit, yeah. does in that position. Because for anyone else, like any of us listening, we're like, oh, God. We're done. Panic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. There was nothing in my head at all. It was completely automatic behaviour and... It was only after we were sort of paddling away in our boat 10 minutes later that we started to process what had happened and what we'd done. But yeah, it was a blank. I mean, there was little moments where I can remember having clear thoughts, but then when there was something to do, it was just very automatic and I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't doing too much thinking, which probably was a good thing because I guess thinking creates hesitation. How big is this boat, this paddling, uh, this this canoe, this kayak, this ve- this vessel that you're in, and how um how robust is it? Because these guys are coming up on you in a on a um uh, another boat with a jet engine or a, a propeller. I mean, it would feel like you're feeling pretty vulnerable, low in the water on the Amazon. Yeah, most of, most of the boats out there are, are similar size to what we were in. We we were in two Canadian canoes. If you can imagine a a normal size Canadian canoe is five meters long, uh, right. just under a meter wide, um, and we'd connected them together. So they're relatively relatively small boat, and a lot of the local boats are similar. They're slightly longer, um, but very long, narrow boats with with um, they're called pecky peckies, and they've got um, pretty low horsepower engines on the back. But they can obviously go a lot faster than we can with our paddles. So you get people approaching you quite quite often. Um, because they can, and usually you know that, that they're going to be friendly. Um, but these guys were a bit different. 
So there's two of you. How many pirates are there? And did you really know going into this that you might bump into might bump into them? Yeah, yeah. There was two of us and two of them, and thankfully, you know, they were they were stupid. Why would you approach? Why would you get so close to us when you've got an area weapon? They gave us the chance to to fight, um, and and it was two on two. Two. So, you know, we did have a decent chance there. Um, I'm sorry, I've forgotten the second half of your question there. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, so we knew, of course we knew the risk, yeah, we'd done a lot of research into it, and, and there is a risk uh, around that area and further into Brazil as well that uh, the risk could potentially get worse. There's, you know, people have been killed there recently. Um, but you never think it's going to happen to you, and we thought we'd taken enough precautions and looked sort of hard enough that people wouldn't touch us, but I guess we were wrong there. And, John, at what at what point do they shoot you? Yeah, you got shot. Yeah, yeah. So, so Ian Ian hits the guy in the in the chest and puts him off guard, and I advance on the guy. Um, the guy fires two shots. The first one misses, and then just as I've grabbed him, uh, attempting to go for the weapon, he's shot me in the shoulder. Um, at that point, I've fallen into the water. Um, Ian's already in the water by that point. Um, he. And I guess he he came up the back and I was still under the water. And this is the one bit where I do remember I was actually thinking because um, I, I felt the, sh- the shot. It was a full body jolt um, that just went through me, but there wasn't much pain. Uh, and then the next thing I was under their boat wondering which side of the boat should I come up on, uh, assuming that the, the lad's going to be there pointing his weapon and finish me off as soon as I come up. Um, so then I, came, I did come up and Ian and him were, were sort of grappling on the side of the boat. Um, and then I grabbed the, the lad and pushed him under intention to just drown him. And then another shot went through my leg. Um, and then luckily I was able to sort of follow his, because the water is very murky, you can't see anything. I was, and we were underwater at this point. Uh, I was able to follow his arm down with my hands and, it, and I found the weapon in his hand it was just luck that it was the the arm that i chose to to follow and uh twisted the weapon out of his hand and and in that process fired two shots in his direction um one of those shots hit him and then i was able to kick back and surface and saw ian just to my left and we just swam like hell back to back to our boat it is a movie it's incredible it's incredible john so you get back to your boat what do the two pirates do so they were capsized they'd lost their engine um and to be honest we don't really know i looked Mm. back a few times and could see them bailing their boat out um but we know from from later on that they had slowly drifted we we were at a point in the river where it splits there's a big island um and they drifted with the flow around the other side and we paddled as fast as we could towards a community that we saw sort of slightly against the flow but still downstream on the on the right hand side um very unsure if they were going to be hostile or not um but i mean these guys were uh i'd like to just reiterate to everyone that peru is Mm -hmm. full of like very friendly beautiful people and the chances of that community being hostile were very slim but just because we'd been attacked by pirates so close to there we thought maybe they'll be friends of theirs so we were a bit wary going into that community well you're on edge mate you just got shot twice (laughs) i mean (laughs) i hate hate to tell you how to feel but it sounds pretty natural to me mate that you're not in a trusting mood at that point hey now with um with the greatest respect i've i'll never that i would assume encounter pirates and i don't know Mm. much about pirates but 
Are they still rolling with a parrot on their shoulder and saying, Arr? Bottle of rum? Yeah, it's the right part of the world for, for parrots, but no, these two lads didn't have any on their shoulders. <laughs> and so you get to the community, and I, and I read, read your story, and the, the response from not just the Peruvians, but also I think the Brazilian authorities mm. as well, um, it couldn't have been better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'd we'd spent a bit of time in Iquitos, which is four uh, four days paddling upstream, the capital of the Peruvian Amazon. And from there, we'd met the mayor um, and the uh, some 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 navy Peruvian navy lads. Basically, we, we'd become friendly with, uh, amongst other really really good people, which helped us. Um, so we had that connection, and then as soon as we uh, this happened, we got on the our Garmin um, mini inreach devices and sent out an SOS, and the Navy just sent everything. Like wow. a whole armada ended up with us within three hours, and you know I was on the trip. Antibiotics, and the guys were cleaning me up. So, yeah, really, really good support from from them and the Brazilians as well. They were on a joint exercise, so we had a big Brazilian hospital ship come up as well. Amazing. So, huge thanks to everyone that that turned up for us. John Bathgate with us, former Royal Marine. The crazy thing is, this was, you were attempting Summit to Sea, which is obviously Summit to Sea, Amazon River. The crazy thing is, you're going to attempt it again. Yep, yeah, yeah, we're, Ian and I and, and a, a slightly bigger team are going to head out as as soon as possible, really. We need to go back to the, the same place that, yeah. where the pirate attack happened, thank thank these these villagers that, that took us in, and then continue from there, so just continue the journey. The, the the expedition is from Chimborazo summit to the mouth of the Amazon, and Chimborazo is the closest. The summit of Chimborazo is the closest place on Earth to the sun, so wow. that is also a source of the greatest river on Earth. So it's a journey that nobody's done yet, and we're hoping no. to go back out and finish it soon as. Awesome. Well, you, I can, I see that you guys are trying to raise some funds as well to help go do it again. If uh, anyone listening has loved your story and sort of wants to get amongst it or be part of it, you can text the word Amazon uh, to 3520. We'll flick you back the link uh, to donate that. I keep going back to the fact of this is a movie because I don't have any experience of this in real life, obviously, and it does sound like a movie. I mean, surely once you've completed this, and I hope it goes well, there's so many options, though. Whether you want to or not, I don't know. But there's books. Yes. Has anybody got in touch yeah. for movies, TV? Like, has anybody tried to have any of that chat, or is it still too early? Because it seems a sitter. Yeah, we've not we've not had any serious conversations, but a lot of people have said uh, we should write books, and I've certainly been writing uh, blogs of the whole expedition, yeah. which I'm slowly trying to flesh out and make make more interesting because it was all just in short form whilst I was out there. But I mean, hey, you guys are in New Zealand and um, probably created the three best movies of all time in Lord of the Rings. So <laughs> if there's any directors out there that want to give us a shout, then I'd be happy to hear. Well, as long as Peter Jackson doesn't make it, because it'll be nine hours. <laughs> yeah, it'll be too long. It'll be too long. Cross <laughs> the Hobbit. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, was this the, I know you're a Royal Marine. Did you serve um, in Iraq or Afghanistan for that matter? Was this the first time you had like hand-to-hand combat or is this like your training and your experience when you've been fighting had, it had kicked in? Just training, yeah. I, I, um, I spent just over eight years in the Corps and, between 2013 and 2021 right. Right. and there was very little going on in that mm. in that uh time Unfor- mm. uh, fortunately afghanistan was finished but yeah. um yeah i didn't have i didn't have any uh combat roles in my in my time there so but we had great great training um yeah obviously. the whole way through it 
Well, that definitely prepared us. Hey, if you don't do a movie too, can I just say just another idea from um, it's Bryce here, just another idea. If you don't do a movie or a book, um, now that you've been shot twice, you could do a, a rap album like 50 Cent got <laughs> shot nine times. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, let me write out some lines. <laughs> Former Royal Marine John Bathgate, we... We did mention you on our show a few weeks ago, which yeah, was yeah. extraordinary, and it's so good to talk to you finally, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad the recovery's going well, John. Thanks for your time. Unreal, man. Thanks, you guys. Thanks a lot for your interest, and, yeah, please do text that word in because we're, we're looking for funding to get back out, so really appreciate you guys uh, raising awareness for us. Text Amazon no 3520. John Bathgate, thanks so much, Thank mate. You, Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you.